Welcome back to BeYoungMinistry.com to another blog and to another podcast. Welcome to those who access the podcast through the Be Young Ministry YouTube and Rumble channels. Today we continue our study of the book of Romans. We're in chapter 5, verses 9 and 10, which reads, Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if, while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? That's Romans chapter 5, verses 9 and 10. Today we continue in our study of Romans chapter 5. You'll remember that the book of Romans is divided into five sections. Romans chapters 1 through 3 is about the sinful condition of man. Romans 4 and 5 is about salvation or justification by faith. Romans 6 through 8 is about sanctification. Romans 9 through 11 is about the sovereignty of God. And Romans 12 through 16 is about service. Today's study is found in that second section of Romans, salvation, the justification of the believer in Christ. In verse 9 of today's passage, we read, Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? Even though we deserve the wrath of God, when we believe in Christ as our Savior, we are rescued from God's wrath. This fact is underscored by the choice of the Lord Jesus from eternity past to become the Savior of all who are humble enough to believe that his sacrifice earned our rightness before God. We were doomed. We had absolutely no hope. But God intervened. His wrath was removed from us because we came to the place where we chose to believe that the death of Christ on the cross was the fulfillment of all of the Old Testament types and prophecies. Our justification required Christ's blood be shed for us. He is the fateful offering, the satisfactory substitute, for all sinners willing to believe that his perfection replaced our imperfection. This is what it means when it says his blood which is a graphic way to symbolize the sacrifice the Lord Jesus made on our behalf on the cross. Through his death, the Lord Jesus not only absorbed God's wrath, but he absorbed our sin. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, we read, For God made Christ, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God of God in him. When Adam sinned in the Garden of Eden, he acted as the representative for all of humanity. That's why the Lord Jesus is called the last Adam in just a few verses. Everything Adam messed up in the Garden of Eden, the Lord Jesus came to undo. And once we have believed in him, our sin is forgiven us through Christ. That means we will never have to worry about being the object of God's wrath. And in accordance with the promise of God through Christ, He will never leave us or forsake us. 
In John chapter 5, verse 24, the Lord Jesus said, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life. Note that he did not say will have. Nope. He said has everlasting life. This promise is given by God to those who believe in him. And it's given throughout the Bible. In fact, right on the heels of man's rebellion in the Garden of Eden, God responded for the first time in the Bible with the promise of salvation. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, we are given the first promise. In that verse, God promised that the seed of Eve would one day crush Satan and sin and death. Everyone knows that the woman doesn't have a seed. The man does. And this seed is not man's seed. It is God's. The seed points us to the virgin birth of Jesus Christ so many years later. In verse 10 of today's passage, we read, For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? The Apostle Paul argues from greater to lesser, and his words are both logical and theological. His main argument is, if the dying Savior reconciled us to God, then surely a living Savior will keep us reconciled to God. If God can bring a sinner to heaven, then surely God can keep a saint while on earth. Since our sin could not keep us from God's love before we were saved, nothing can keep us from his love now that we are saved. Since our sin was not a barrier to the beginning of our salvation, then it will never be a barrier to the completion of our salvation. If our past and our future salvation is secured by God, and it is, how can you and I ever be insecure about our status as children of God? God is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the one who has begun a good work in us, and he will complete what he started. Our safety depends on God's nature and promise, not ours. Our access to his love does not depend upon us, but upon him. This means the Lord Jesus not only pardons us, he also preserves us. He not only heals our souls, he keeps our souls for eternity. My friends, I trust this blog and this podcast are helping you in your walk with the Lord. If I can be of further assistance to you, shoot me an email at beyoungministry at gmail.com. Hey, have a great day.